let's spend some time with uh, Tony Dungy uh, as we get ready for Championship Sunday. You'll see him on NBC, you know, Football Night in America, the whole deal. Tony, welcome. How are you? Hey, Mike. Doing well. How about you? All right. Uh, this game's perfect for you. Um, let's have some fun because uh, the Pats are great, and you know it. You played them, and you had great matchups with them. You brought great – as a matter of fact, you, guys, you did very well against them. Uh, you uh, had – you had great weapons against them. Um, they like to take one guy away. Now, it's funny. That's usually the case, but they haven't taken Hill away in the, in the two times they've played him. He's had 14 catches for 275 yards and four touchdowns, three touchdowns this year. Is it impossible to take Hill away? Or, I mean, will they just go bump him at the line of scrimmage then put a safety high to protect? I mean, or is it just he's so fast he's just going to run by everybody? Well, he's good, but I think um, in the past, he hasn't been the guy they've been focused on. Now, they might this week. I think they really have, the last couple of times, tried to take Kelsey away. Right. And that allows Hill some opportunity. They also had a, a real strong running game going uh, at that point with Kareem Hunt in the last two times they played him. So yep. it'll be a different game. I would imagine they'll put a little more attention on Tyreek Hill but that could open things up for Kelsey and possibly Sammy Watkins. You know, one of the things Andy did to the to the Colts uh, was he made them defend the whole field, north, south, east, west, which was really brilliant. And and Hill gives you that ability. It is so hard. His ability as a decoy on those sweeps is just unbelievable because if you don't go there and get to the sideline, he's going to go for a touchdown if he's got the ball. And if he doesn't have the ball, then you got to go back and defend the guys on the other side of the field. He makes it really he, difficult. He, he does, and, and that speed element is something that is problematic for the Patriots because they don't have an overly fast defense. So uh, that, that's where Tyreek Hill gives you problems, whether it's the, the sweeps, the screens, the deep ball. Uh, he, he is a problem. But they'll, they'll focus in on him and uh, do a better job, I think, taking him away. But that, that will open up some other things, and that's what Andy Reid's going to have to try to find out. He's going to probe around with his script, his first 15 plays, see how the Patriots adjust the different formations and personnel groups, and then uh, see what he can do to get some of those other guys going. Would you would, now? Would you go in and work on Hill versus Kelsey, or would you work on Kelsey versus Hill? Um, I, I think you have to try to take away that big play, that 50-yard that play, and Tyreek Hill has done it over and over and over again but it's difficult because he can catch the deep ball he can catch quick prep passes and run after the catch the jet sweeps the reverses um you know he scores in a, in a number of ways so that puts a lot of pressure on you to take take him away but i think the, the secret to playing against kansas city is try to take away that that 40 50 yard play now, conversely, let's give Bob Sutton and Kansas City some credit because uh, we all thought, and I have to admit I did too, that that Colt line was going to continue going around beating people up with Nelson pounding people, and instead Jones beat the heck out of Nelson. He pushed him into the quarterback about 15 times. So they won those battles. They had Ford and Houston on the edge. They had Jones inside, and they killed the Colt offensive line. Yeah, and there's uh, what you have to do against New England. You have to be able to rush with four guys. You, you cannot rely on blitzes. Kansas City has the ability to do that. They play much better at home. I think their scoring average allowed is about half at home what it is on the road because those guys take advantage of the noise. 
The pass rush is much more effective at home because the offense has to use the silent count. They can't get off on the ball. Kansas City's D-line gets a half-a-step jump at home, and and that could be critical. You know, uh, conversely, uh, the Pats put on a clinic uh, against San Diego, an absolute clinic. I mean, I thought that was the best they've played in a long time, their precision, their ability to, to run it, their ability to uh, to really everything they did. I mean, and the, the underneath stuff. Kansas City did a nice job playing man-to-man against the Colts, and I would think they come up and play – the Pats, the Pats don't have a lot of deep threats. I mean, they really don't. Gronk's not Gronk anymore. They don't really have deep threats. Why not come up, play man-to-man? Uh, you got some pass rushes, and let's see if you can bottle up those guys and make Brady beat you down the field. Well, that's what Kansas City will do. That's their style. They play man coverage. Uh, my partner in at NBC, Rodney Harrison, says that's what you have to do to play against Tom Brady and the Patriots offense. You have to be able to play man-to-man, and you have to be able to rush the passer. Now, in the game in New England, they didn't get that great pass rush. Brady had time, and he found some of those guys open against the man coverage. It's always tougher in Kansas City. The ball has to come out a little bit faster, but Kansas City matches up much better on defense because of their style of play in the man coverage than uh, the Chargers did with so much zone. Interesting, uh, Mahomes' numbers were great when he had the ball out in 2.4 or less. His numbers weren't great when he had the ball more than 2.4. Uh, maybe that was just an anomaly for that game. But in that game, that was the case. He also seemed better in the pocket last week than he did out of the pocket. And that might not have been a normal game either. Uh, well, the, And they also had some success with the blitz the Colts did in the second half. What do you think the Pats do against him? You, you have to change it up. And, and Mahomes... I know he didn't throw for a touchdown pass, but we were there. Uh, He was in charge of that game. He orchestrated it so well. He knew what he was going to face, and uh, he he took care of business. He killed him on the line of scrimmage with the the snap count. Oh, my God, he he drew him off off sides like six times. Audible into the right plays. He he played like a a 10-year vet in that game. So uh, he'll, he'll be on the same level. What Bill and the Patriots will try to do is bring different things, try to confuse him. Uh, they do not have the same speed up front that um, the, the Colts had. And so chasing him down, he'll, I expect he'll be a little more effective out of the pocket this week. But the, the big thing is you've got to try to confuse him. If he knows what you're in, they've got enough weaponry. Uh, they, they can do damage. So uh, it'll be interesting the first quarter to see what the, the Patriots' plan of attack is, if they're going to rush inside, try to bottle them up, if they're going to rush three guys and, and cover a lot. Uh, I, I don't know. Bill will have a different plan, and we'll see what Mahomes does. He's been up to the challenge every week in, in finding out how people are going to play him and, and adjust you know, I thought they would fall off, Tony, uh, without Hunt. And you know what? This kid, Williams, has played really well for him. I mean, really well in every way. So they, it, the, it hasn't been as bad as everyone thought it would be, losing Hunt. Hunt made a lot of big plays against the Pats last time. Maybe this guy doesn't make as many big plays, but so far he's been very good. He has, and they have been uh, not afraid to use him. I thought Andy might shy away from the run and turn more like 80-20 pass. But he has allowed Williams to run, and if they stay with that balance, they're, they're very difficult to defend. Um, Chiefs at home, noise, home field advantage. Pats, that none of that's going to bother the Pats. You think it's a dead-even game, or you give somebody an edge? 
I, I give the Chiefs a little edge. I, I think, you know, obviously the Patriots had the experience. The You know, they've been in eight championship games in a row, I think. But uh, that's a tough place to play in Arrowhead. And this, this, this team is playing with a lot of confidence. The Chiefs are. They believe in Mahomes. Uh, Andy Reid is going to dial up some creative stuff, just like uh, Belichick will dial up creative stuff. So it's, uh, it's probably an even game, and I just give the Chiefs that three-point home field edge. Uh, the other game, the one thing that I look for a glaring weakness, the one thing that scares me in the other game is if Tlaib's not healthy, their corners, the Ram corners, I worry about them. If they, if they, They're not very good. If if Tlaib, now Tlaib got banged around. I don't know what his status is right now yet, but I think he has to be, because he played really well last week. Sue played really well uh, when he was out there. They need Tlaib to be out there in the worst way, because the, if it's Peters and Hill, they got problems at those corners. Well, and Drew Brees spreads you around so much he can get the ball to a lot of people. They didn't have an answer. Fleet didn't play in the first game, and they did not have an answer for Michael Thomas. So that that's going to be the matchup. Who covers Thomas? Who keeps him under control? Everything else is fairly equal. Uh, the Rams have two really good backs, and the, the, the Saints have two good backs. They've got defensive pressure. The Saints are going to have that home field noise and the energy. The Rams... Uh, I think have explosiveness too in, in the wide receiver position, maybe a little more explosive than the Saints. So it's going to be even. Drew Brees has been in these big games. Jared Goff hasn't been in as many. But to me, it, it really is going to be which one of these secondaries can hold up and not give up the big plays. Were you surprised how well the Rams ran it last week? I was a little bit surprised at, at that. I thought Dallas would hold up a little bit better. I think Dallas went in with the idea that we've got to take away the big play passes. And I didn't know if Sean McVay would be that patient, but he did. He stayed with the run, and once he found a little sink in the armor, he, he didn't leave it. You think the Rams are ready for this game uh, in, in year two of this? I mean, they won their playoff game. Last year they took one step. Now they took the second step. You think they're ready to take this step on the road this week against New Orleans? I, I think they're not going to be uh, overwhelmed by the moment at all. They played down there and had a good day. Uh, didn't win the, the ball game, but they, you know, they can compete with this team. But I, I just think it's hard. I think you need a tremendous defensive effort in the dome to beat New Orleans. And I'm not sure this de- this defense is good for the Rams. I'm not sure they're that good though. Um. Both teams can run it. You know, the, the Saints want to run it a lot more than they used to, that's for sure. I mean, they still hit Thomas. They'll hit Ginn down the field. And he even missed Ginn a couple of times on a skinny post for touchdowns. He had him and underthrew him twice, which I haven't seen before from him. I don't know if maybe he doesn't throw the deep ball as well anymore, Drew. But in that game, he missed twice. He had him t- for absolute walk-in touchdowns, and he underthrew the ball both times. We lost Tony. I think we did. Is there? Okay. Yeah, I'm back. My, okay, I'm, sorry. My, we lost connection. Yeah, I said yeah, he, he did. Drew missed him twice. He had twice. He had guys for touchdowns on the skinny post, and he and he underthrew both balls. I was very surprised. He he did, and uh, you know he wasn't totally sharp, but I, I think he'll be sharper this week. But I, I agree with you. I think the runners are going to be the key. Who lets their team be two dimensional? If Kamara and Ingram get going better than Gurley and CJ, uh, that's going to give New Orleans the edge. I think uh, Sean McVay is going to have to do just what he did last week, stay patient, keep them honest with the running game, and then hit those big throws. You don't want to get into a just drop back and throw, throw, throw 
against New Orleans in that dome. Those, those rushes and the noise will get you. You know these edition of the Pats as well as anybody. Where would you put this edition? We all thought this year they had fallen off, and then they came up with a really good effort against the Chargers. Were we wrong, or have they? I mean, they clearly don't have the explosiveness. They don't have the big outside threat. Gronk is not Gronk. We know that. But their offensive line is still really good. Their secondaries, Gilmore's really good. Their safeties are really smart. We know McCordy, Chung, those guys know how to play. Uh, they got a couple of linebackers who are solid players. Flowers is a good player. They got some really good players on defense. Their offensive line still hangs in there pretty tough. Are they still the Pats or are they down a level? Well, they're, they're the Pats in that they don't beat themselves. They know how to win these type of games. They, they're not as good as they were two years ago, their Super Bowl year, or they're not as good as last year. But they're still in, in the upper crust in the high class of the NFL. Uh, it's going to take a complete effort to beat them. But I think this team uh, would not beat last year's team or the year before's team. Do you think the Pats have to win this game on offense? I think they have to control it. Yeah, I think they're, they're going to have to score uh, 24 to 27 points at least to win this. No one's held uh, New England, I mean, excuse me, no one's held Kansas City under 24 this year, and I, I don't think they would either. Uh, Pats took the ball last week. I would think they would do that again to try and make sure Kansas City doesn't have that fast start that they have every week. Wouldn't you expect them maybe to take the ball again this week? Absolutely. I said the same thing on our pregame show uh, before the Colts-Chiefs game. If I were Frank Reich and I won the toss, I would take the ball and try to take the crowd out with my offense and get that first score. I don't know what Bill will do. He likes that double up at the end of the half, beginning of the second half, but if it was me, I'd take the ball. I think he will too because the one thing, you got to stabilize that game on the road, and the Chiefs are the – this year especially, are the fastest starting team I've ever seen. They seem to score the first time they get the ball every game. And that built into the crowd and, and everything else. If, if you can uh, take that crowd out of it, it makes a big difference. We went in there in 2003, and uh, we beat, they were the same type of team. They had Priest Holmes and Tony Gonzalez and a tremendous offense. They were 13-3. and three. We won the toss and took the ball. We scored first and kind of kept that advantage the whole game, and, and it made a big difference. I can't – what do you do in terms – do you have to play – Colts clearly were a zone team, and they were afraid to play man. They were uncomfortable playing man. They left Kelsey wide open. Uh, they were afraid of Hill. The Pats, we know, are a lot more confident. They'll play man. Will they play straight man? Uh, you have to man, Kelsey. Will they man and play some zone behind it? Will they do some combination stuff? You're a guy who lived doing that stuff. What would you do in terms of keeping Kelsey and Hill somehow under control? Is it a combination defense? You have to mix it up, and you have to pick your spots. And you can't let him know. That's what Patrick Mahomes was so confident because he knew it was all zone. And so he knew he had Kelsey. He knew he had Sammy Watkins on the underneath stuff. It was very easy because it was just zone, zone, zone. Uh, if it's straight man all the time, then you're going to get the pick routes and the deep balls and they're going to take some shots to, to Hill. So you've got to be able to mix it up and make him think it's man when it's zone and in zone situations play man and vice versa. You can't let him zero in on what you're in, and that's what the Patriots do really well. 
And so they'll just keep mixing up, and you, you go, because you got to keep somebody in the area code with Kelsey's on is a is really an incredibly good player. He really is. He is, and Mahomes is patient. Uh, if you give him those zones, which which the Colts did, he was very content just to keep the chains moving. Didn't throw any touchdown passes, but they controlled the ball and, and kept it going, and ended up scoring on the ground in, in the red zone. But that's what uh, you know. That's how New England plays. They'll give up a lot of yardage in the middle of the field and then they'll try to tighten down and take your threats away in the red zone when it's tighter throws and force them to field goals uh their strategy will be not to give patrick mahomes that 25 yard touchdown pass and then hope they can shut him down inside the tent you know uh watkins is supposed to be a big player his whole life he's going to get an opportunity here to make big plays in this game there's no way around it they're going to try and take hill away you know that they're going to try and take kelsey away that secondary receiver is often the star in these big games you know that through the years you know the guy opposite the great receiver is often the star because he gets man coverage Uh, watkins is going to get a lot of chances to make plays you're so right on that. When we had the Patriots-Giants uh, Super Bowl uh, a while back on NBC, I remember saying, predicting Mario Manningham would have a chance to be MVP of the game. Yep. Because they, they were going to take away Cruz. They were going to do everything they could to take away um, the, the top guys. And then that third receiver has that opportunity. And I think you're exactly right. Sammy Watkins will get a lot of chances. He sure will in this game. And, and it's funny, you know, how about – uh, White and Edelman, who people don't even talk about, how how unbelievable are those guys to deal with? I mean, you know, everyone, <laughs> it's amazing how good they are. And Edelman, how many tackles he breaks and how many first downs he gets. And White, too, you know, people talk about Edelman a little bit because he's been there. How good a player is White? I mean, a guy makes every play. James White is fantastic, and he'll have a chance to have a big game because Kansas City is straight man coverage. They don't have uh, linebackers who can cover him. So, um, that's what Tom Brady will see mismatch, uh, you know, and I would expect James White to have seven or eight catches in this game. Going back to the old days, uh, you know, he's as good coming out of the backfield as Preston Pearson was. Remember the old <laughs> Preston Pearson? <laughs> yes, he yes, was, he on, and, and, and it was funny. And when I was a kid, every time Preston Pearson was in that Dallas backfield, he was getting the ball. That's all there was doing. He was going to catch that ball on third down, and they he never and they never stopped him. He got it every time. And he, if he needed five, he got five. If he needed six, he got six. He was a wonderful player. He was tough. No. James White knows how to play. They know how to use him. And you get in those situations where it's man coverage. There aren't many linebackers or even safeties that can handle him. Talk with Tony Dungy. So, uh, Little Edge, Kansas City, any edge? No, it sounds like you think the Rams maybe this might be their year. I No, I like New Orleans. I, okay. I felt that, that okay. the Bears were the only team that could possibly go in there and beat them. The Bears' defense, I thought, would, would give them a chance. Philadelphia played wonderful. But they just couldn't make the big play that they needed, and eventually Drew Brees got him. I think that'll be the same thing. I think eventually uh, the, the Saints just make that play in the fourth quarter to win the game. What has to happen for the Rams to win this game? What do they have to do to win this game? They've got to survive the emotional first 15 minutes, the first quarter, and not get snowballed in avalanche. And then uh, their front has to do a good job. They've got to control the line of scrimmage game and then put pressure up inside. And they've got the people to do it. You know, no question, Donald and Sue can put pressure up inside, uh, but they've got to do that and not let Breeze get comfortable and in rhythm. 
so to me, it rides on, on the, the running backs of the Rams and those two defensive tackles. 